0: In order for you to grow spiritually and get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and more connected, a prerequisite for that, the only way it can be done is through working on yourself to be like HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Wherever you get your podcasts from, or her own website, prismoftorah.com This is Rebbe Saf Aaron Prisman on the Parsha, the Prism of Torah. This week, Parsha's Ekev, Midas and Torah, a two-way street. Shalom to everyone. In this week's parasha, Parashas Ekev, I want to share with you a phenomenal concept that is brought down by the Helege Hafez Chaim in his famous Sefer Avas Chesed. If you look carefully, in the zakdama, in the introduction, the preface of his Sefer, he explains how Chesed is a very intrinsic idea in Yiddishkeit. He says that the Torah starts off with Chesed, an act of Chesed HaKadosh Buch does for Adam and Chava, that he creates for them clothing, and the Torah ends off with an act of Chesed, and throughout the Torah it's embedded with a lot of acts of Chesed, and a lot of the mitzvahs, like Matnois Anim, like peah and Leket, Shichichah, etc., Tzedakah, is the, their whole idea, the whole essence of the mitzvahs, a lot of them are Chesed, etc., etc. But then in his first Hagah, Over there, in the introduction, in the psicha, he says something very, very interesting that I think is very important to shed some light on, and I want to share it with you. And it's based on our parsha. He says that the idea of going in the ways of a kadeshbuchu, laleches bidrachav, to go in his ways, is mentioned three times in the parsha. Three times. And I'll tell you exactly what, where those places are. The first place is in Perikhes Pasuk, Pasuk Vav. It says, Vishamarta is mitzvay sashemelokecha, and you shall observe the commandments of Baruch Bochu. And then it says, leches bidrochov, to go in his ways, Ulira oisoi, and fear him. Then, the second place is found in Perik Perik Yud Pasuk Yud Base and now Jewish people what is Hashem asking of you? Elokecha to fear him, but also it says again to go in all his ways and then it says and to love him and the third place in this week's parsha, all in this week's parsha, in Shvi, in Perik Yud Aleph, pasuk, pasuk Kaf Beis, it says, it says the following: "Kim shamor tishmerun est kol ha-mitzvah azoyi, so she'ar nochim etzvei estchem la-azoyi." if you do my my mitzvah, etc., etc., then it says "Laava es Hashem elukecha" to love Hashem, and then it says again to go in His ways, "La-leches bechol drachov." The exact translation, means to cleave to him. So the Chafetz Chaim says, it's very interesting, if you look at these three instances of where it says to go in Hashem's way, once it says it right before the concept of fear of Hashem. The second time it says it right before the idea of to love Hashem. And the third time, it says it right before this idea of cleaving to him, to connect to Hashem, to be, to be with him all the time. Says the Chafetz Chaim, as we know, there is three levels a person can reach. On the high level, of course. There is iras Hashem, fear of Hashem, step number one. Step number two is avas Hashem, love of Hashem. And step number three, or level number three, is to cleave to Hashem, to always be continuously connected to Hashem. The Ramban at the end of this week's parasha, the Chavetz Chaim alludes to him, and he also explains that the difference between Le'ahavais Hashem, to love Hashem, and even more, the higher level of cleaving to Hashem is that Ahavais Hashem, from time to time, you can suddenly feel very connected to Hashem. But ladavkabo, to cleave to Him, it means all the time you're connected to HaKadosh Buhu, All the time. Says the Chafetz Chaim. What's the idea that it says so many times, three times, Aleches of, to go in Hashem's ways? And why is it mentioned in three different instances? Says the Chafetz Chaim, I want to teach you something. HaKadosh Buhu is teaching us that every step of the way, in order for you to grow, Spiritually and get closer to Hakodesh Bohu and more connected. A prerequisite for that, the only way it can be done is through working on yourself to be like Hakodesh Bohu. As Rashi in this week's Parsha tells us, Mahuachum You have to try to mimic the Yudgimul midois of Hakodesh Bohu. The characteristics, the attributes of Hakadosh Baruch the idea of being like Hakadosh Baruch is merciful, and all all those Gimel midois a person has to try to emulate to his best, and through that working on that will bring you to a higher level, and it's and that's why says the Chafetz Chaim. With that, I can uh, explain another two two questions I had on this whole idea of to go in his ways, because he says obviously the last two levels are the higher levels, to love Hashem and to cleave to Him, to always be connected to Him. And those two, it doesn't say, those two, it says, laleches bechol drachav, in all His ways, meaning all the yudgimel Gimel all the yudgimel characteristics of HaKadosh Buch, you have to emulate it and work on it as much as you can, only through that you can reach a higher level of Avuidah Hashem and connection to Akadish Buch. Whereas the first level of fearing Hashem, it says, It doesn't say, In all his ways. It just says, In a general way, To go in his ways. So if you go in his ways, Even if you didn't manage to work on all the 13 attributes, All the Yud Gimel Midah, Still, it seems like you can reach the first level of ira Hashem. The Chaim says, Goes on to say, Through this, We can also answer two other questions. Question number one is, Why does it not say ve, and you should go in his ways? It seems more fitting in the passage to say ve halachta bidrochav, and you should go in his ways. says the hafetzheim would be misleading. Because the halachta bidrochav, if you say ve, if you have a connection like the word and, it seems like it's connected to the previous step. But it's not true. This is a prerequisite for the next step. So let's say you you reached Yerash Hashem, now you're trying to get to Ahav Hashem, you need to now do l'alechas bidrochhov and then you can reach avasashem And same too with the third instance. It says la lechas drochov and only then you can It's not a ripple effect that to saw a result of the previous step in your Avodah Hashem, but rather it's a prerequisite to, to move vital, to go to the higher stage. And even before you do Yira it says first you have to La to go in his ways, and then once you go in the chav, only then you can reach even the first level of Irasashan. So the concept that comes out of here is is, is very important to know. And this even the Chavetz Chaim speaks out. He says, a person might think, okay, I've already reached a certain level, now I can just work on my avoida between me and the bochu learning to my own for my own four amos in my corner and I'll be, I'll work on myself and being Be'kidushah and Tara, purity level, and, and go to the Mikveh every day, and everything's Geshmak, and be pure, and, and Chavetz Chaim said it's not going to be enough. You need a prerequisite. You need to work on lo Lomidah, helping your fellow Jew, being merciful to others, and whatever, all the, the attributes, Rachum, vechanun erich HaPayim, forgiving to your friend, and only through that you can get higher up in your spiritual ladder of getting closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I was thinking to myself, Chafetz Chaim says this is what the Torah is hinting to us. I was thinking to myself, and I asked big Talmud of in here, one of them was the Rosh Hash, is the Rosh Yeshiva of uh, Neri Israel, Baltimore, he, he visited us this Shabbos. I was thinking to, also to Rabbi David, who was a Rosh Yeshiva for many of us in Orchaim for four years. What's a Pshat? Is there Pshat? Libi that there's some sort of deep understanding here why it has to be this way. As we know, HaKadosh Buhu's Emes to Torah, so now So I asked, and I didn't really get any answers yet, but I asked, maybe one of you can share with me your thoughts, I'll be very very appreciative of that. I'm trying to understand, first of all we know it's Emes, the Chafetz Chaim says it, and we're sure it's Amos, and, and it answers all these questions about the Psukim and our parsha. But the question is, why is it like that? Is there something intrinsic about us working on our midos of Akad to be Rachum vechanun, El er forgiving for our friend and merciful, and, that's all, and all that? Is, how is that helping us in our avodas Hashem? In in reaching these levels of fearing Hashem, loving Hashem, and cleaving to Akadish Buhu. So I understand maybe the latter two because the more I work on myself to be like Akadish Buhu on a certain level, the more I can be at one with Hashem. I understand that. But Yas Hashem to have fear of Hashem. So a good friend of mine of Adler wanted to tell me, maybe Pshah is that when you in order to to work on these attributes you have to ponder about them and think about it and realize what Hashem does and the acknowledgement of that can yield perhaps to this level of fearing of Hashem wow fearing of Hashem because you realize what Hashem does but I'm still not sure I asked and I'm waiting for answers the one thing we could see for sure from here is that just like for a person to have better midos, the Torah helps one refine his his becoming a better person why? Because just like we mentioned several weeks ago, that Lichorah, there's a contradiction in Chazal. On one place, in one place it says, that, that's in Pirke Avos. And most Rishonim learn, that means Midois. For a person to be able to learn Toira, and to be compatible with the Torah, for Toyra, a person has to work on his Midois. On being a good person, etc. On the other hand, only through the Toyra you can really fine-tune your 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 a Midas, so isn't that a contradiction? And the answer we gave at the time is because you need a certain foundation in order to start. To be a Klik and compatible with the Torah, you first have to be a Mensch on a, on a very basic level. Only then you can be compatible with the Torah and Mimele, the Torah helps you get to fine-tune your level. On the dakas sel- level, make your Midas even better. So, too, here we see that in order for you to get closer to Hashem, to be a clickable a vessel, to accept the new spiritual level, you have to work on your midwives. Only through that, you can yield this special level of kirvas Hashem, of being connected to Hashem, at kedekach, that the epitome of that is to cleave to Hashem all the time. And you see big tzaddikim that reached this level. I just want to emphasize that a person shouldn't make the mistake and think, oh, so, who- Learning Torah is not important, Chas v'shal, and What's important is Chesed. It's not true. You gotta put things in context. Of course, the, the whole sefer of the Chavitz Chaim where we're, we're diving off of is Avas Chesed. He's explained the importance of Chesed, which is important on its own. But of course, it goes to, many Chazals tell us how Torah and Chesed together is the best combination. And that's what we're talking about here. Even the Torah helps you create the extra level of midois. So a person has to realize that they both complement each other and help each other and thrive off of each other. So Yigaton that will be able to, to, to work on these midois and through that be able to pass the prerequisite of getting closer to Hashem, which is what we're here for, really. And I want to share with you, we'll see how much time we have. It's already the 13 minute mark, but I want to share with you a couple of stories that I saw about Gdol soil. That it's pretty evident that the reason, or the prerequisite, not the only reason, the prerequisite why they got to where they got is because of their midos. So I was walking Rabbi David Shlita home now from Minche, and I asked him to tell me a couple of stories. I know he, he was connected to big doilim from the previous generation. So he told me two stories that have to do with Homosea Feinstein. Both were told to him by his rabbi that he witnessed it firsthand. His rabbi is Avnissin Alpan, and he said the following story. Number one, I think I said three years ago, or maybe even four years ago. He went to his rabbi's house, Rabbi David to Avnissin Alpen and he had a big, big picture framed in his house, and it looked like an Aguda convention of tons of rabbanim. And uh, Rabbi David's Rav told him, "Do you see see something special about this picture?" So Rabbi David's looking at this picture. And is thinking to himself, what's so special about this picture? I see many rabbinim everyone's sitting down. Well, what's the big deal? He goes, don't you see? No one's listening to the speaker. This was the seventh speaker. No one's listening except for one person. Can you see him? And he points to him and he says, that's Moshe Feinstein. This was the seventh speaker. He's listening to the microphone as if it's the first speaker. And it just shows you the midos he had. He cared about every Jew. He had such a that he just wanted to give to other people even though his time, he didn't waste a millisecond as we know, he was always learning but when it was, not, but he, how can he not listen to someone that would hurt his feelings how could he not show covet to, to another Jew talking that was story number one of no story number two happened around 45-50 years ago there was a sefer that came out Rabbi David didn't want to tell me the name of the sefer even though I've heard of this before that came out against Rav Moshe Feinstein, against his, his very famous Iglus Moshe, his Sefer of Chuvus. And in that Sefer, this person was a very, very big Talmud Chacham. But despite the fact being a Talmud Chacham, he didn't have such an easy life. He went through the Holocaust, and, but he was a huge Talmud Chacham. Whatever the reason was, Rabbi David wants to tighten it because he went through a very bitter life and this and that, doesn't matter. He wrote a Sefer, that he took everything that Reh Moshe Feinstein said and he tried to, how shall I say, to rip it into shreds and he didn't do it in the nicest way. He wrote words that were not so to, to speak about a gadol adoy, Moshe Feinstein. The heilig uh, of Feinstein. Okay, this now the way he did it, Rabbi David told me, is he printed out the sefer that it looked almost exactly like the original Iglesias Moshe. And then when you open up, you realize that he's actually taking each tshuva everything that Ramosheh Feinstein said, and he tried to say and prove why it's wrong. Now it was a big Talmud Chacham, so it's not like everything he wrote had no logic to it. But Al-Kol Panim, we know Ramosheh Feinstein was a Gadol Adair, at least one should have covered for him, and all his chuvus were, he was Ramosheh Feinstein was a Gadol Atsum. Al-Kol Panim, Rabbi David said, I was really intrigued, and I wanted to buy the Sefer, but then my Rabbi said, I'm not letting you buy it. So he didn't buy it. The next day the whole book was banned, was put in because he spoke so harshly against Moshe Feinstein and that was the end of that. But then the Talmidim of Moshe Feinstein asked him, "Ha, what happened here? What happened here? Because what happened was, here's the other flip side of the story, I forget now the name of the publisher, Rabbi David told it to me a couple of hours ago but I forgot it already. And that bloom or something, whatever it was, and that publisher, when that Tom Chacham won, the publisher is safer, so the publisher looked at it and he saw that he was really saying harsh things against Moshe Feinstein, Because I can never print this out. He goes, what do you mean? It's my Parnasa. I'm not going to have Parnasa. Please print it out for me. So what happened was, he went to Moshe Feinstein, the publisher went to Moshe Feinstein, and he said, is it okay to print this out? So he looked at it, and obviously he realized it was, pretty much saying really bad things about Moshe Feinstein, trying to go against everything he said. So he said, why would you want to publish this? So the publisher says, I don't know, because the, the person's saying it's his parnasa." So he said, ah, it's his parnasa. If it's his parnasa, okay, go print it out. He goes, but what? what yeah, yeah, print it out. The godless of Moshe Feinstein was that he was able to do that, but the story doesn't end here. So he published it. And he was only lasted one day because then all the other Rabbanim banned it and said it's put in Heirim, et etc., etc. But then the story continues. The story continues that this Talmud Chacham, whatever his name was, he then needed to get, they, they fired him from, he was a Rosh Yeshiva, but because of his Sefer that he tried to put out, they fired him from his Yeshiva. He didn't have anything. Finally, another Yeshiva was willing to hire him as a rabbi, But he needed to have a skama. So he went to no other than Ramoshe Feinstein. And Moshe Feinstein, he asked him, please give me a askama, because I, I, I need a job. So he wrote him a askama, a three-page askama, which is something that is not like Moshe Feinstein at all. It was probably one of the longest, if not the longest askama he, he ever wrote. And his kids and his talmidim asked him, well, why did you do such a thing? So he says, what do you mean? Yes, I'll be honest with you, it hurt me a bit what he wrote in the Safer. But then, that night, I went on my, I said, krech malamita, and I said, ammoichel to anyone that hurt me. So that's it. That was the end of that. He said at Belev Shalem, with a full heart, that he totally forgives this person. So that's it. Now this person needs help. Why should I not help him? He needs my help to get Parnas. So of course I'm going to help him. Says Rabbi David's Rabbi, Ravlis Nisan Alperin, he said, that is the real godless of Moshe Feinstein. People think he's a Godul Olam because he knows left, right and center backwards and forwards. But it's a lot more than that. It's because he worked on his midwis. If something like that happened to me and you we'll be so upset. How can someone write something like that about what I wrote and I'm, I'm Gadol adur. But no, he didn't look at it that way. And he was able to forgive him in one second. Not only that, he was willing to help him. There's many more stories but already at the 19 minute mark all we can do is come to to internalize this idea, the importance of be, of caring for another Jew, of trying to emulate a Kodesh B'chu and the Yud Gimel Midos That in itself is an end, but it's not enough. It's also a means to get close to a And of course, we have to learn Torah because only through Torah we can really get to the high high levels of the Midos of a Kodesh Because Kucha Brichu, a Kodesh and the Torah. And in Israel, we're all one. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website, prismoftorah.com, where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available. For all of our episodes, thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.